This episode is brought to you by Nice Job, Painter Marketing Pros, and APC. Hi, and welcome to the Pain Points Podcast. I'm your host, Christian, and today we have a special guest. We have Kayla Jordan. Uh, you may know her better as the Herbal Painter NH on Instagram. Um, so, Kayla, welcome to the podcast. How's it going? Good, good. So, um, obviously, I found you through um, through Instagram mm-hmm. as the Herbal Painter NH. So, um, let's just start there. Um, talk about uh, well, how, why, why the why the name? Why the Herbal Painter? <laughs> Because you're not painting with herbs, right? No, I'm definitely not. Um, I get that question a lot. Um, I'm actually going to be going through like a rebrand, essentially, um, okay. to kind of get away from the herbal painter. But I was literally the herbal painter because I sold Herbalife shakes, like, and that's how that started. <laughs> gotcha. Yep. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. So, so are you still doing that as? Um, the Herbalife stuff? No, no. I was basically doing it for, like, they give you a discount, right? So I was like, well, I drink the yeah. shake, so I might as well brand it so I can get the discount. <laughs> right. No, that's cool. That's cool. So it, it was a, a multi-level marketing thing that you had going on on the side to get a discount, and you just kind of used it as your, your branding. So right. that's cool. It's a very um, anticlimactic so no- answer. <laughs> no, I mean... Hey, most answers are. Yeah. <laughs> I got chased by a bear. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, so uh, I've been following you for a couple of years. I actually first came across your um, your, your profile through Pro Image. Right. Um, and they're based out of Connecticut. Is that right? Nope. They're based out of New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Okay. Yep. Um, but now you're currently working for ZK Painting? Yep, and they're out of Waltham. Yeah, so like the Boston area? Yep. Nice. So um, we're going to come back to that. Yeah. But I just kind of <laughs> wanted to give a little bit of reference as far as um, uh, how people would, would – how your name would come familiar to them. Right. So how did you start in painting? Um. My dad just put a brush in my hand, right? Like, I think that's the story for most painters. Like, we watched someone we were close to do it, and we were like, wow, that looks kind of neat. So let me right. try to dabble in that. Um, I My first, like, paint job was I worked at the paint department at Lowe's um, and okay. kind of got, like, an intro to paint and tinting and uh, spent time with, like, contractors and DIYers and it kind of like got me excited to do more of that. So when your dad first gave you that paintbrush, are we talking before or after high school? Before, yeah. Before? Yep. Okay. Okay. And then now you're working in the paint department at a big box store mm-hmm. post high school? Yep. And that's kind of keeping that realm. Okay. Um, so where does, where does after Lowe's, where does that lead you? So I was like, uh, I was kind of like, you know, like a lost soul, right? So I'm like, what do I do with my life? I'm not going to go to college. Um, It's not really for me. I don't, you know, test grade. So what am I going to do? 
Um, and I somehow ended up at Hanscom Air Force Base as a preschool teacher. Um, so okay. that was like my like diversion, like this is what I'm going to do. Um, and then I moved to Florida after that and worked at Edison. What part of Florida? Fort Myers. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's further south than me. I'm in, I'm in um, central Florida, so like yeah. just north of Orlando. So yeah. no, that's cool. Yeah. So then I worked uh, for Edison College at their child care center. And one of the parents came in and was like, oh, my husband owns a construction company. And I know that you have done drywall and some construction. And like, would you want to work like part time? He does flooring. And I was like, well, I've never done flooring, but let's go. So yeah. I worked at Infinite Construction there doing finished carpentry and uh, like painting baseboards, um, that kind of thing. So that was like more paint, more hands-on work. Yeah. Yep, a far cry from um, r- running after rugrats all day. Oh yeah, yeah, it's definitely different. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's so funny as as I've I've been on construction outfits in the past, and as soon as somebody finds out that you've uh, that you can identify what a paintbrush is and you can hold the right side of it in your hand without getting paint on it, all of a sudden you become the painter. Yeah, you're for the, the construction outfit. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm not the only one who's who's come across that. <laughs> yeah, we're all familiar yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay, so you're in uh, South Florida, mm-hmm. um, and you're doing some uh, construction. Right. Uh, what What did you? Th- how did you? Um, from not knowing carpentry to now, you're being put on. Were you uh, like a an apprentice? Yeah. Were you the only carpenter, or were you like a like a junior carpenter? I was just an apprentice, right? So basically my first six months there, I literally hauled boxes of flooring upstairs, brought them upstairs for the guys, you know, that kind of thing. Just like, you know, building character. <laughs> right, <laughs> my right, boss front work. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, yep. So, and then it was like, okay, well, you know, you've lugged boxes enough. Why don't you take the baseboards off and then clean the caulking off of them and pop the nails? And, and then I did that for a couple of months and... Um, then it was like, well, we can install new baseboards and you can do that. Like, just watch this guy for a minute. And then it went from that to flooring. And then it was like, well, you're really good at the painting. So why don't we just have you do the, the install of the baseboards and then paint them and finish. And I'm like, all right. So kind of just like progressed through that. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, so, um, what's next? What happens next for Kayla? Um, so then I moved back to Rhode Island. I'm from Rhode Island. It's my hometown. Um, okay. I moved, I moved back home. Um, I was in Florida for four and a half years. Um, go back home and I was just kind of kicking around. I think I worked, I worked at Under Armour for a little bit, just like as soon as I got there, cause I needed a job. Um, right. and then from there, I, one of my friend's dads owned a painting company, like a small one, you know, him and one other guy. He was like, oh, I need a painter. And I was like, well, I'm a painter and I miss working yeah. with my hands. So like, let's do that. So I worked for Pitka Painting in Rhode Island um, for a little bit. We worked with designers and did some cool projects. And that's kind of my intro to like higher level work, not just like, you know, landlord special work. <laughs> right, right. So now we're moving beyond just baseboards we're doing right full now is is this when you started getting into so so what what product line were you guys typically using um we used benjamin moore there um he was like a regal a regal select guy you know 
Um, so we used Regal Select, and we did a lot of uh, satin and pervo on trim, like oil-based um, yeah. spindles and all that tedious, like, meticulous stuff. And that's kind of mm-hmm. when I realized, like, the people that I was working with were like, oh, it's really tedious. I don't like it. And I was like, oh, that's my favorite part. Like, I really love the meticulous, like, the prep and painting each spindle and painting each riser. Like, I was, I was really into that. So that was kind of like... A spark of like, oh, I really like doing this. Right, right. That higher level. Yeah, it, it's yeah. funny because a lot of times, um, as you're going through that and like learning more about painting, I know for myself that I'll I'll look at something and I know if I just prep it a little bit more, I mm-hmm. know how much of a difference it'll make at the end. Right. And to most people, they're like, "Why are you still sanding that? Or yeah. why are you putting another?" Uh, you know, coat a spackle on it. Like no one's going to, but like when you know, you know, right. Right. Good is never good enough. Right. Like it could always be better. So if if it doesn't blow the budget and it doesn't, you know, blow the project, just do the little extra. Well, as a painting business owner though, like why not do a little bit extra? We'll get a better review from our client and, um, oh, we're not making any money on the job, but the (laughs) <laughs> the 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 project looks fantastic um right but so you um are now working uh for a, a small uh, a smaller outfit yep um and you're you're starting to get uh-huh. a love for the craft yeah more into the details um and um <clears throat> where's that leading you to next um, so then I met my wife and I was like, let's move to New Hampshire. So I moved to New Hampshire. Um, and again, just kind of, I need a job just on a whim. Yeah, I was, I was really fluid younger. Like I, I didn't, I always used to say, I don't want a vacation somewhere. I want to live somewhere. So I would just like okay. move and like be there for a couple of years and explore and work. And, um, yeah, was, was nice adventurous, I guess. Um, a, 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 a traveling spirit, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's awesome. Wanderlust. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I moved to New Hampshire and uh, found a property management company out of Nashua, New Hampshire, and did like wood rot repair. Um, it was a lot of exterior repair work. So then I did more carpentry there um, and got like super familiar with tools and repairs and Vondo work. And um, I kind of like elevated in, in that way. There wasn't a lot of painting there. Um, I was mm-hmm. mostly doing carpentry and repair work. Um, but I learned like a lot. Um, it was, you yeah. know, a bunch of bunch of older, like old trades guys. Um, kind of like, come here, let me let me show you how to, you know, do this, take you under the wing and show you all the little tricks. So kind of, can you Go into that a little bit more more detail because I think there's a um, prevailing um, like idea of the like quote unquote old timer. Mm-hmm. We don't have to necessarily put an age to that, but like the old school mentality of uh, just treating someone kind of like all you get is grunt work, grunt work. You're never yeah. good enough, um, and they don't want to share that those secrets with you. But you're alluding that. They, they welcomed you. How did that, from from the standpoint of the experience tradespeople on the job going in, and, and then now you have some experience, mm-hmm. um, but you're willing to learn, like, how did that relationship go? Or what, what did that look like in the moment? 
Um, so I think it's, I think an older, like the older, like tradesperson was, they're a little apprehensive, right? Because you're a woman in the field and you know, mm -hmm. oh, it, I got a lot of like, oh, you don't have to lift that. I'll do it. Right. So it's a lot of just, I was like proving that I could. And then I think once I proved that I could, it was like, oh, like this is a tough chick. Like, you know, she knows what she's doing. Let me, you know, show her, show her the stuff. And I think it was a lot of like, they seen me a lot like a daughter figure. Um, okay. So I don't know, maybe soften them up a little bit and in my advantage to, to opening up more and showing me more of the little secrets and hacks. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of times people get hung up on, um, you know, you know, uh, a male apprentice versus a woman, a female right. apprentice, or, um, you know, just somebody being brand new mm -hmm. or being seasoned. But, uh, really it sounds like in your case, they were able to identify a hard work ethic mm -hmm. and are willing to learn. Right. And that kind of settled everything. Right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I, I wish more people had that mentality like right. these carpenters did. Um, because at the end of the day, we just want people with great attitudes right. and, and, and a, a good work ethic, mm -hmm. you know, like the days of like busting our tail for just barely any money. Those are long gone. Right. Like we're, we're professionalizing, uh, the painting industry and, mm -hmm. you know, having, um, e even following your journey, um, having somebody who doesn't directly own a painting business, mm -hmm. but you own, um, you own what you do. And I mean that in, in the, the fact that you take pride in it, right. um, you're always posting reels and videos and kind of showing, uh, showing stuff of, of what you're doing. And I think that that's fantastic. And I wish more people had that, um, that pride in what they do. Right. Um, and that's going to be a beacon outside of all of these painting contractor owners, um, or these painting company owners, you know, busting their tail, working on all these projects, um, to, to, to be able to see that there's more to the painting industry right. than just learning the craft and then owning a business. Mm -hmm. Um, so, okay. Um, so you're with the, you're with the carpentry outfit. Mm -hmm. You're doing a lot of, uh, wood repair mm -hmm. and, and learning the craft from that standpoint. What's, what's next? Um, what's next is another totally random thing. Um, I okay. worked, I worked for an aluminum casting place. It was like two minutes down the street from my house. I was like, I can walk there. This is perfect. Um, so I just popped in one day and I was like, Hey, I'm Kayla. I have no experience, but I can work with tools. Um, and I seen on the paper, he just wrote good egg. Um, so <laughs> I started, I started working there, um, doing, uh, finish grinding. Um, so I'd get the part, it would be cast. And then like the the bigger parts would be lobbed off and then i'd like fine grind everything to like you know they use like those little toggles to like a fraction of a centimeter and um i learned a lot about like surface depth and um how to make a smooth surface and how to blend and um which obviously translates into paint like in drywall yeah. and you know in brushing technique um and there too i also realized that I'm not just taking random jobs, right? I'm building different skills that I can take with me 
into my like ultimate goal, which is to be like a high end painter. So I can recognize those skills that I'm building from all these other jobs that I've taken. And now that's, that's like a superpower, right? Like, Oh, I can use this yeah. and I can use this. And I just have a bag of random trades, but I can use them for what I'm trying to do later. So you said all of these jobs that you were taking, that they're all feeding to your ultimate goal of being right. a, um, I think the best thing to describe it would be a master painter, right? Um, which you definitely have mastered your craft and, and kudos to you on that. I appreciate At it. what point did you realize that that's what you wanted to be or that's what you wanted to do? Um, I've always wanted to paint. Like even when I was at the paint desk, right? I was like, I would like go home and like, Oh, this new product came in. Let me, you know, test it on a chair. And like, I always mm -hmm. wanted to paint. I didn't realize that I could make money, like livable money painting. Yeah. Um, and I'm not like a, like, I don't do paperwork. Right. Which is why I don't have a business. Um, so I'm like, well, if I'm not going to own a company. And so I didn't realize that I could just be a great employee and yeah. still elevate myself um, to get to a comfortable place by doing good work for great companies. So, so when did when did that epiphany? Like, so let me start off with this: is do you believe that that's possible now that you can be a master painter, earn a decent wage, and not own a painting company? Absolutely. Okay. A hundred percent. So when when did you? When did that epiphany actually happen along this journey? I can't pinpoint it, right? Because I've always just, like, it almost, it, it feels kismet that I'm a painter because I just, like, always was like, yeah, I'm going to be a painter. Oh, I'll paint some. You know, there was never, like, a point where I was like, I want to be a master painter. I almost, like, stumbled right. into it. Okay. Okay. So stumbling into it but this is something that's uh we could say that it's something that you've been passionate about right when you were looking at these quote-unquote random jobs that mm -hmm. you were talking that you've described for us were you going into these jobs with the intent intention of it may not be painting but i can learn a skill that'll feed into this or was that happenstance it was happenstance and I didn't realize it until the aluminum job, like the aluminum, like casting job that like, oh, everything I'm doing is, it's usable to what I want to do. Um, yeah. And there had been, and I'll always like coming up into everything, like I would take jobs that paid less money because I'm like, oh, but that's a skill that I could use. And then I become more valuable later. So it's not more money now, but eventually it's going to make me mm -hmm. more money. So I, I did that quite a few times, like take a couple dollar pay cut so I can learn carpentry, take a couple dollar pay cut so I can learn grinding and surface depth. And right. um, I think the skills are more valuable than the dollar amount, especially when you're just starting. Yeah. And, and nobody can take those skills away from you, right? No, this is like, it's a, it's a paid training that right. you're able to, to take and you had either the foresight or the luck enough to be able to take each of these skills and roll them in and compound them <clears> along <throat> the way right. um, to get you to the point where you're currently at. I I'll tell you what, like, 
I thought I knew a little bit of your story just based on, on following you, but like, you're, you're really, really impressing me with everything that you're saying about just like, it's really, really cool. I don't know how else <laughs> to describe it, but it's really, really cool that you, it sounds like early on, you knew, um, the direction that you wanted to go. And, um, I, I have to imagine that there was some part of you, whether it was conscious or subconscious knew that these things were literally feeding, feeding you to get to, uh, that place that you were, uh, ultimately wanting to go. So I think that that's awesome. Right. So, I mean, go ahead. I mean, ultimately, right. Like everybody just wants to be a somewhat successful person. Um, mm -hmm. and not going to college and I got my GED. I was like, I don't just want to work at Dunkin' Donuts. Like, I don't just want to yeah. live in my hometown. How am I going to make it better for myself? Um, and I'm like, well, trades, the trades, they make, you know, pretty good money. And I like working mm -hmm. with my hands. So I think that um, it's, it's, we're fed in school, you know, like you should go to college and you should, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then the trades is just so overlooked as like uh, a reasonable way to, to make a life for yourself. And I yeah. like, and I see it less like with kids now, like being inspired by the trades. And I just hope that that's our job, right? Like is to bring the next group of people behind us and, and make them passionate and make them want to do it and realize they can't have a life. Yeah. Outside yeah. of college. Well, exactly. And if, if you get nothing else, out of this podcast, I want to thank you for doing the things that you do. Uh, cause, um, I, I don't know if we talked about this online or offline, but like your social media account has almost 2000 followers, which I I've been running my painting company business for seven years. I don't have that amount of reach. Um, and I'm, it's not like a comparison game, but like, what an impact that you have and a stage that you have that you can share that message uh, and, and, and really um, continue to inspire because I'm sitting here as somebody who owns a painting company and thinking if my journey looked different, I'd want it to look more like Kayla's. Like I love my life and where I'm at, right. but to be able to be considered by many as a master craftsman or a craftsperson, like, that's just awesome. Awesome. Um, so I'm really, really, um, happy that you, um, <clears throat> have put yourself in the positions that you've put yourself, um, learn what you've learned. And, um, more importantly, that you're uh, bold enough to, to share, um, share that because it, it really is going to make an impact. Yeah. Well, we hope so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, before we move off the foundry stuff, you said, um, you know, without giving us like, uh, like we don't have to go too far deep into it, but what kind of tooling and stuff were you using in order for this, uh, the polishing and you were talking about the, um, porosity or what was the term that you used? Just like surface depth, that kind of thing. The surface, the surface depth and stuff like that. So like, right. So yeah, I had I'm, like, that's uh, curious. I had just, uh, it's like a little, I don't even know what the names of the tools were. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, but it was, I had a pencil grinder, like it's just, it looks like a pencil. You put different tips on it and you can kind of like burrow into corners and, you know, make, I don't know, make corners. 
Um, yeah. and then we had just flat disc grinder, um, hooked up to a compressor. You could sand it out. And then we had obviously big, bigger grinders, um, that we had used. And that was pretty much, you know, the tool, the tool belt, um, a block of wax, you know, put it on, put it on the pad and make your paper last longer. Um, okay. that was pretty much it. <laughs> nice. Nice. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It was a good cool um, job. Yeah, for sure. Because when you first said foundry, I'm thinking like you're wearing this big like volcano proof suit no. <laughs> and like with the big dipper and stuff like that. But like, yeah. And I was thinking, how's that going to fit into <laughs> yeah, yeah. this whole career pathing? But no, it, it's more the detail. That was the guys uh, and, in, the, and... in the other room. That was the guys like two stages before me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so like typically these molds in order for them to break them out of the mold would be like two piece molds and there'd be like a hairline or uh, not a hairline, but there'd be, you know, uh, slag around the right. edge and somebody would grind that off and then mm -hmm. you'd fine tune it right. with the details. Nice. Nice. Yep. So, um, where'd you go after the foundry? Um, pro image. I ended up at pro image right after that. Um, it's actually my my wife's boss was roommates with Stephanie and okay. had posted that she was hiring and her boss sent it to me and I was on my lunch break and I was like, oh, I would love to get back into painting, like shot Stephanie a text and was like, hey, like maybe we can meet. Um, and funny enough, like it was like impossible, like our schedules were like, yeah, it's not going to happen. And we just like it was like a month and I was like, oh, it's probably not going to happen. And then. Uh, I, I sent her my business card because I was doing side work and I was like, hey, if we ever can make it happen, here's my business card. And she was like, let's meet today. Like, like you know, the business right. card, like, you know, looks professional. So, For sure. Right. For sure. No, that's awesome. So what did what did it say on your business card? Um, it literally just said my name, uh, phone number, email, and it said drywall, uh, carpentry, paint. Like it was super basic. Um, nice. it was like a stock photo of like a kitchen that someone else did, like that you can just <laughs> buy from a business card. Um, right. Yeah, right. that was, that was no, my that, business card. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. But again, it goes back to, um, it, it just, it seems like this is part of your personality, just having that boldness, um, to, uh, to, to take the shot. Right. Right. No, that's awesome. So at, I've, I've spoken with Stephanie, um, a couple times in the past. Again, mm -hmm. I know her from uh, from Instagram. Um, when you first started working with her, was this um, Benjamin Moore pro image or is this yep. Fine Paints of Europe pro image? Yep, it was uh, Ben Moore uh, Aura. That was like, you know, our jam and like Advance on Trim. Yeah. You know, those were our, our products. Okay. And then, how, so, um, at what point were you introduced to uh, Fine Paints of Europe? We did a, I forget the location of the house, but we did this house uh, on like a hill in the mountains and like the view was just like, you know, impeccable. And it was this massive mm -hmm. single story house, just like this huge giant stretch. Um, and the homeowner wanted the exterior trim done in Hollenlack brilliant, like the whole trim on the whole house. Um, on the and, exterior? Yeah. Yeah, whole trim. And then uh, okay. he also wanted the the clapboards and everything done in house paint um, by Fine Paints. And Stephanie was like, oh, yeah, we're definitely going to do that job. So that was like our my intro to Fine Paints and 
oil brushing and um yeah we brushed out i brushed out all the trim and we did a couple of doors and i was like oh this stuff's amazing it looks you know it looks killer and you can you can see the amount of prep that you put in with this product like it was just like a beacon there's no cutting corners with that product there's no no hiding behind anything like it's it, it that that that's one thing that you have to like appreciate is how quickly that product can can either make you look really good or humble you really quickly right absolutely yeah <laughs> yeah i i can't imagine like i have enough trouble with it um messing around with it in my, in my shop doing yeah. some sample boards and stuff like that but to try to do it outside um that's just next level that's awesome so um i so you're saying you started off with the oil products um Pro Image is pretty much known for doing uh, the the water based eco. Yep. And um, why is that drawing a blank? Um, Eurolux on the yep. walls. Yeah. Right. So they're they're typically. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I at least know them that they specialize interiors. Right. Yep. High level interiors. Um, so what did that look like for you? Are you like in heaven now? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. When that announcement, when that announcement was made that they were dropping Ben Moore and going to use this exclusive line. Yeah, it was, you know, it was pretty exciting. Everybody on the team was, you know, really jazzed about it. And, you know, we get the little badge like, oh, fine paint certified. And, you know, it feels really awesome. Um, and like the houses that we were working in with the product, like you can't help but to be proud of the work you're doing, right? Like. Mm-hmm. It, it elevates you, um, mm-hmm. definitely. So yeah, we were we were all pretty jazzed about it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. So at this point, um, with your with your personal Instagram, so do you have like a business Instagram and a personal, or is it all wrapped into one? It's all the it's all the same page. Like you're gonna if you're on my Instagram, you're gonna see photos of my baby, but and then the next yeah. post is gonna be you know, a picture, uh, a reel of a door. Um, so it's right. pretty much everything. And at that point, I didn't even know that you could link your like career onto your Instagram. Like I had no idea about the painting community and I, I literally was clueless. And Stephanie was like, oh, do you follow this person on Instagram? And I'm like, no. She's like, oh, you have to follow these painters. Like it's it's super cool. So then I go home, right? And I follow these painters and I spend like, three hours just watching painting videos on my phone um and i'm like (laughs) yeah oh you can document this like that's wicked cool and i like to make videos and edit so i'm like oh i can marry these two things together um and create content and like do it just because i'm passionate about it like i'm not doing it because i'm like i have videos that have like two likes like i do it because i like to make the content and when i realized that you could do that i was like oh this puts even more pride in your work, right? Because you're like, I want to have that, that content that I can produce at the end. And you, you're more proud of what you're doing. I totally understand what you're talking about. I remember, um, probably about four months into like getting my, like really getting set up with Instagram and trying to promote and things like that. I Mm -hmm. had a friend of mine comment, a kid that I went to, to high school with, and he commented on one of the videos and says, I swear you just go to random places and just talk about paint. 
Like, that's what you do for fun. <laughs> it's like, I mean, yeah. this is what I'm doing for a living, <laughs> but like, I enjoy it. I came mm -hmm. up through the trades and I always wanted to be a framer because mm -hmm. I thought it was awesome hauling the lumber, right. swinging a hammer, you know, cussing. Like, I thought that <laughs> that was so cool. Right. But, uh, you know, I, I always kind of had that like attention for detail, kind of like mm -hmm. what, what, what you could relate to. Right. And I always got pushed like further up the chain, you know, like, oh, we don't need you on framing. We need you on, on doing this or that mm -hmm. and, and like push further down. So I was starting to do finishes and drywall and the floor install and, right. and, and the finished carpentry and all that kind of stuff. And then I kept getting pushed further back. Oh no, we're, we're going to have you do the paint. And it was funny. It wasn't until I actually started painting on a crew that I realized that all that other stuff that I was really, really hyped about in the beginning, it all gets covered up. Right. <laughs> no, nobody sees it. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I think that's that's awesome. So here you're you're with Pro Image. You guys are doing executing on a high high level, um, and and you have this another epiphany that like. I can share all of this stuff and take your, um, your artistic qualities, your, you know, your life right. and talents, your artistic talents and, and be even more creative. Here's another medium that you can work with, right. put the brush down and now you're picking up the video camera or your phone and being able to do, uh, to, to share. Right. That's, that's so cool. All right. So, um, what's next after pro image? Um, after Pro Image, I went to uh, a business called Pro Finishing, so like still pro, right? Um, mm -hmm. And it was shop work, uh, regular schedule, regular hours, same place, same time every day, um, which was you know a nice a nice uh, change of pace. Um, and we did I did industrial coatings. Um, you know, like when you go to the gas station and you see like the cover and it's like, it's got like texture on it and it's like painted. Um, we did stuff like that, but then we also did like custom, I did like custom rims and like specialty projects. Um, but for the time that I was there, I literally just fine tuned spray. Like I sprayed 10 hours a day, 40 hours a week, spraying, 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 no prep, no tape. Wow. There were different sectors that would prep everything that would mask everything. And I literally just got it and sprayed it. And that's what I did. Oh, wow. So it was more like a production <clears throat> line style to where you're just focusing on that one task. Right. Essentially so on like you... a small scale. Yeah. There was like seven employees there. Right. Right. I, I mean, we're not talking about like that you were working like the, the Ford motor company yeah, no. <laughs> production line, but instead of you having to start with the product and mm -hmm. prep it and tape it and do all those steps, you were able to hyper-focus on one element of right. the finishing or refinishing product or, um, um, setup. Right. So, um, what what type of uh, setup did they wind up having with with these industrial coatings? Were you using like an airless? We had a was pressure it, uh... pot. Okay. Yep. A okay. Bink, a Binks pressure pot uh, system, and then we had open face boots. Okay. Yep. I still have never seen an open face booth in person. So um, to me, they're witchcraft Yeah, because <laughs> I don't fully understand the airflow. And if you try doing a Google search on how the airflow of 
an open face booth works. Um, there's nothing out there. There's no information <laughs> out there. So if you're listening to this and you have a good video on that, send it my way because I would love <laughs> to understand the witchcraft that's behind this. Um, so open face booth with a pressure pot. Right. Um, and you said that you were doing industrial coating. So mm -hmm. um, you're talking like, are you talking like 2K polys and uh, things like that, or it's, it's a, it was a, a hodgepodge of different, uh, products. Like I did a lot of the, like we had like space paint. So it goes on like airplanes. We had like military okay. contracts, um, that we did, uh, two part paint. I wouldn't say it's 2k. It's like high build. Like, I, I don't even know the kind of paint it was. It was Sherwin industrial yeah. high build. Um, and yeah. then I also did ceramic coating there with Cerakote, um, a little bit of powder coating there like so it was like all different mm -hmm. mediums um and products and that's also the first place that i started mixing paint like before i get a you know a can of paint and then i, I go and i use it um ready to use right, yeah pop it open um but this was like my intro to like the science and like being in the lab and you know really checking viscosities and learning about catalyst and um that line of products yeah. So how, how, what was your initial reaction to that kind of stuff? Did that, did that excite you? Were you uh, a little intimidated by it? I, I, I could imagine you having a lot of different feelings mm -hmm. coming from a, a, a ready to use product where you open the can and dip the brush. Right. Right. Yeah. I was, I was, I was a little excited, but mostly like super anxious about it. I was like, Oh my God, like it's so specific. And like, I'm not like super good at math. So <laughs> I was like, oh my God, all these measurements. But really once you start going at it and you have mm -hmm. the measuring cups, it's like four to one and it's like, there's lines, you know, once you yeah. do it a couple of times, you're like, oh, okay, this isn't, you know, this isn't too crazy. Right, right. Yeah, you just follow <laughs> the cheat sheet on the side of the cup. Exactly. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. So uh, you're doing industrial coatings um, various materials, various projects, mm -hmm. um, uh, various substrates. Um, what's next for you? Um, then I seen ZK painting had an ad on, uh, Instagram and I'm familiar with ZK painting and, and Zach and I've, you know, we've chatted through, through the internet a couple of times. And, mm -hmm. um, I'm also, I've done side work with, uh, Phil, uh, Philip, the vocational artist, um, yeah. like in my personal life and, uh, also, uh, Jessica from alternative finishes. I've done work with her on the side and that's kind of where I met Phil. And so I messaged Phil and I'm like, Hey, I see this like hiring thing. Like you want to like work together? And he was like, Oh yeah, you should definitely apply. Um, so nice. I text Zach and I'm like, Hey, like what's up? essentially and um he was like oh let's go he's got such a great energy right he's like oh let's go yeah. you want to work here like that's awesome like let's yeah. do this uh so yeah that's that's kind of how i ended up uh in that situation just through and this is all through instagram connections right like networking and knowing people and not just having like when i have conversations with other tradesmen i don't typically talk about paint right like i'm like Hey, like, what's your favorite place to eat? Like, I like to have like really personal conversations and 
like get to okay. know you as a as a person as opposed to just like what size tip do you like to spray out of you know um yeah. and that how many times can you have that conversation right <laughs> so many still but um you're not really building a relationship like that right you're just like q and a um and i want to like i'm like an interpersonal person i want to like get to know you and um, yeah. build relationships so that's all of this kind of happen through instagram connections that's so cool that's so cool so what are you doing currently with zk um i do a lot of uh detail sanding and like like the lot like the pro finishing i left there because i missed sanding like i i miss the okay. detail and the meticulous and i i miss all the other steps besides just you know the the 10 seconds of painting so um, I'm doing mm -hmm. a lot of that and, uh, I, I just started like spraying there. Um, so I'm doing a lot of like primer spraying and things like that, but mostly I'm doing a lot of the prep and, uh, substrate preparation, stuff like that. So, so you're, you're working, uh, you're full time in the shop, right? Yeah. Not in the field. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. Cool. Um, no, I think that that's awesome. I, I remember I, I was following, um, I came across you because pro image would repost you. Mm -hmm. Uh, so here you are as an employee, um, taking pride in your work, wanting to, uh, just share with the world, uh, right. the stuff that you do and, and your employer is, uh, encouraging that, um, by reposting and, and giving you kudos and props for what you're doing. Right. And then I'm not really like on social media too much, like scrolling a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, and then one day I, I, I saw you in a ZK uniform and I was like, what I miss. Right. So, <laughs> so no, I think that that's, that's, that's awesome. Um, just, just hearing your journey, um, how, uh, probably looking back on it, um, you were probably a little more intentional than you're giving yourself credit for, um, mm -hmm. with just building these skills um over time that's led you to to where you're at um you're you're a great example of uh what this what what makes this industry great so um really really cool um i know we said we had um a hard stop so i just want to be respectful of your time mm -hmm. um but before before we sign off um is there any question that I didn't ask that you wish I would have asked. Um, no, I feel, I feel pretty good about it. Uh, okay. I, I feel like, uh, it was, it was a fun little journey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's awesome. And I'm glad, um, the whole heart behind reaching out to you, um, and the whole heart behind this podcast is there's a lot of podcasts out there, especially mm -hmm. if you start getting with like PCA right. and, and, and content like that, that you have these, um, hyper successful companies mm -hmm. that, you know, they're like, oh, we'll do it this way. Work on the business, not in the business, work on the business, work in the, not in the business. Right. And like at a certain point you're like, well, what does that look like to me? The small guy who's by themselves right and like or what if why is in order to grow and to have a um a, a good life and still do something that you you love in the painting industry why do i have to be an owner to do that and um 
you, you know, the whole point of, of this is to um, either communicate that you can still be professionalized and sustain um, at a small scale, but right. also in order for our industry to grow, there has to be more career paths than apprentice, painter, business owner. Right. And, and you've nailed that. You've, you work for, um, in def different industries, you know, mm -hmm. not just with house painting. Right. Um, you've been able to do that. You've mastered your craft. Um, uh, you, you work for, um, master certified crafts, uh, or master certified painting companies for, uh, quite frankly, the most difficult product line to work with, um, uh, that's available to us. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and you make it look easy. Um, uh, and I, I think that. I, I really just want to make sure that, um, I try to just encourage you to keep doing what you're doing. Don't be afraid to share, um, share your stuff, get that message out. You're, right. you're an inspiration to me and I'm sure to, to, to many others with everything that you do. Um, last, last thing. So when I have a, an actual industry, uh, professional on here, I'm trying to do this like quick little, like lightning round of questions. Yeah. So there's no context, there's no background on it. I'm just going to ask you, um, like a or B and you just gotta t say it to wh whatever your, your answer is. Right. So, so for first question is tape or no tape, no tape. Okay. Um, what, what sander do you prefer festival or Merca? Oh, that's a hard one. Ah. Uh... Uh, festival just with my gut. All right. <laughs> All right. Water base or oil? Water base. Okay. All right. I think that's all the questions that I got right now. Awesome. Kayla, you nailed it. This was awesome. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule. I know you got a little one at home. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's, it's after work. Um, but I appreciate your, uh, enthusiasm wanting to talk a little bit about paint, yeah. um, after hours and, uh, really just sharing your story because it, um, we need more stories like that in order to, for this industry to grow. Mm -hmm. Um, you've, you found something that you're passionate about and you've, you made the, the stand of the determination of how can I make this work for me, for my family, right. for, for my, for what I define success as without having to open a business right. because your story might look very different. Had you gone that route? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So. And I'm going to leave you with like a really profound quote. <laughs> um, Let's do it. Confucius said <laughs> when it's obvious that the goals uh, cannot be reached, don't adjust the goals, adjust the action steps, like pivot. That's good. Pivot, keep your yeah. goal and find a way to get there without adjusting that. I, I couldn't have had a better sign off, even if I did some research before <laughs> this podcast. So no, that was, that was fantastic. Um, you know, there, there's always a way there's always, always. a way and, and you just gotta, um, put a little bit of thought into it. And I think you've, you've definitely done that. Um, Kayla, for all the people who, um, may not know or are following you yet, mm -hmm. um, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at the herbal painter underscore NH, uh, for now awesome. until I change it. <laughs> 
I'll, I'll include a link in the uh, notes, in the show notes um, for this. And um, when you change it, maybe we'll have to have you back on if it doesn't automatically update and we can uh, um, just chat again. Yeah. This was a real pleasure. Um, I thank you for your time and um, it's really nice getting to know uh, your story. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was it was fun. Awesome. My pleasure. Um, All right. Keep up the great. Yes, ma'am. Thank you Bye. so much. Bye. Good night, Christian.